This is Pete Moore. I want to tell you about a company that is going to change the entire recruiting in the Halo sector. The company's called GamePlan. We are GamePlan.com. What they do is they connect employer brands with D1, D2, D3 athletes across the country. They power the software that allows these employers to get in front of tens of thousands of athletes. If you watch the NCAA tournament, the hustle, grit, preparation, determination, and absolute desire to win embodies every athlete out there. Now you're gonna be able to put your brand in front of those athletes, start to get them to understand after their college career, they can get into the halo sector, or work at a studio, a health club, fitness equipment company, supplements, anything related to this industry, they can now parlay those skills and bring it into the sports and fitness industry that we are going to have the best athletes become the best employees and create the best companies. And that is the future of Halo. One, two, three, Halo. We are gameplan.com. Check it out. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having entrepreneur and smart nutrition specialist, Ari Elo Health. You're going to hear about it first here, and you're going to start seeing it across the country. So, Ari, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much. Great to be here. Awesome. So, you know, people have been talking about blood testing and being able to modify their nutrition based on understanding their own body for at least 10 years, um, but I haven't really seen it commercialized properly or proliferate. So tell us how you've kind of taken the approach here, what the personal frustration, you know, where you saw the opportunity and really understood, you know, that, that food is medicine um, and how you've kind of gone about building the business. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tech guy who, and an ex-athlete who became a big believer in this idea that uh, food can get you sick Food can also become the best medicine that you have. And I go all the way back to, you know, early, I think 2000, my, my wife had a thyroid tumor and it led into a, a surgery, led into autoimmune diseases, hormonal problems. A lot of these things that we just don't know, unknown unknowns. And uh, it took us about a decade to be able to get her back on track, get her pregnant, um, and we did it in a way using Western, Eastern medicine. But in the end, I think the change made by nutrition, we went uh, a diet that was basically almost like a keto, like no grains, no meat, no wheat, no sugar. And uh, that helped her to lower inflammation, get her body intact and heal herself. And that was the time when I really became a believer of uh, food as medicine. And since then, I've been... Uh, I've been a very active uh, sort of a biohacker. I think I was one of the early people doing these things long time ago. I was lucky enough to invest in the Oura Ring in the first round of funding. And uh, that's a great company that, you know, happy to be involved from the very beginning, uh, built by people in my hometown in Oulu, Finland, uh, known for oh, nice. many, many years. Awesome. Yeah, I just got mine about six weeks ago. Unfortunately, I get two words most mornings. It says, pay attention, which means it's helping me modify my lifestyle and my sleeping habits. But that's another show for another day. So let's talk about ELO. And, um, you know, talk about, obviously, there have been other companies that have been touting, look, go get a blood test. We'll send you vitamins in the mail. 
Um, and you kind of see those things come and go. So how did you, from your tech background, from Better Doctor, from the, you know, you've got several co-founders, which um, I'm sure makes it a less lonely entrepreneurial venture. Um, we'll talk about that later. Um, but talk, talk about how you kind of said, okay, I know that there are people that have been doing this, but like, I know how to nail this. Or I'm going to figure out how to nail this. Yeah, so I think we looked at this from perspective that uh, we want to collect biomarkers. We want to be biomarker first, nutrition, smart nutrition. That's the, the, the type of industry we want to really create here. And there's some you know, trials out there, but we want to be the company that is setting the standard and flag bearers of this idea of smart nutrition. What are biomarkers in my books and our books? They are not just blood. They can also be, you know, uh, digital biomarkers from your uh, heart rate, your sleep, activity, your re recovery, HRV, your glucose monitor readings, your weight. So there's a lot of data that is available today. And we believe that you can take this data now and you can use sophisticated AI to turn it into the right nutrition plan for you. And at ELO, I think the, the leap of faith we are taking that I don't think any people have done before is that we are moving from the then what and so what discussion really to the, like, what, what do you need? And we will deliver you that nutrition. So not just give you an idea, a list of things or guidance or even links. We deliver that into your kitchen counter and make it so easy that it's actually easier than ordering from DoorDash. And that is, I think, what we've been missing. There's so many people who are giving you guidance. And, you know, I have enough information. It's not about that. I can go online and find all the information there is. But to change behavior, it has to be made so easy yeah. that uh, it's easier than the life before. Yeah, I used to, um, I used to subscribe to one of these nutrition uh, e-newsletters. And it was, I just remember this, I like, would say like the benefits of eating like four tomatoes a day. And the next would be like the literally next year would be like the benefits of eating four bananas a day. It's like, can I eat the both? Like, do I have to change it? Does that make sense? To, you know, so I, I felt like nutrition, um, joking around my a friend the other day that uh, I don't know what's connected to my Roku account you know, my television. So I feel like, you know, I, I, someone's like, oh, it's a great business model. I'm like, Roku's like a business model model based on confusion. Like, I don't know if I unplug something and maybe like it affects something else. I just pay what, what's on there. But the point is, um, you know, on the nutrition side, I think there's so much information and it's information overload that people just say, you know what, I'm just going to eat my basic food groups and I'm going to hope that something good happens. You know, and that's really not the answer. You all know, and we all know what we should do. And I think our mom told us what to do. And, you know, eat well, exercise a bit, and then sleep and recover, all in moderation. And we sure. do none of that. I mean, <laughs> never. And yeah. I think the, the nutrition news is the original fake news. We invented the fake news because it's like a whiplash. The bacon is good, the bacon is bad. Don't yeah. eat the eggs. Now the eggs are great. That happens daily. And uh, I think, you know, people are just confused and tired. And then you can't underestimate the power of the industry that, you know, oh, watch the Super Bowl. Every ad in Super Bowl this year that was about nutrition and food was something you should never eat. Let me tell you some, a couple of things that pissed me off and then you can opine on them. One is 
I go into an airport and they sell someone like trail mix, right? But the bag is like eight serving sizes, okay? And the average person, you know, probably finishes like half or, or, or you know, and just has to know like what their uh, eight multiplication, uh, you know, table looks like, right? And then the amount of sugar that you consume on that is just unprecedented. So my first question is, you know, do you think there's any regulation that should start to be a little more prolific um, and put in place, you know, like I joked around the other day as well, that somebody like the serving size is like, uh, you know, John and Sylvia serving, you know, like it's like a couple that decide like what the serving size is, like four servings in like uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream and the serving family like puts it back three times, but nobody else does. They just eat the whole pint, right? So, you know, is there any kind of regulatory or like information that should be overarching here? And you're like, look, this, that, that lobbyist group is like way too big. Like it's just to educate people. I think I think it's dead at the rival. Um, yeah, you know, you and New York be today, and uh, Big Gulp was basically vilified as an idea to ban the Big Gulp. Like, who needs like a half a gallon of soda? I mean, what was it? 170 uh, tubes of sugar. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. It's like a it's like a cup of sugar. I mean, like, who needs that? I mean, nobody yeah. in the world. And kids are drinking those. Like, it's just mind boggling. And that was yeah. like a big divider. That no, we can't go there. I mean, I'm from Finland. And in Europe, you know, EU, uh, many of the Nordic countries have been passing sugar regulation that, you know, is taxing sugar like taxing uh, cigarettes. Well, mm-hmm. in the US, we actually subsidize the sugar industry. We subsidize the corn. So we are doing the opposite. And we are making it so well cost that, you know, we put it in every possible food. In Chile, I don't know if you know this, but they started to add uh, labeling on wow. uh, food that are, you know, highest in Chile. Okay. So they actually had an impact, a big impact on people's consumption pattern. Same as tobacco. They put a, a black a letter saying that this might kill you for foods right. that are high sugar or foods that are highly processed. And why, why the word may? Why don't they say will? It's will. But, but, yeah, totally. It will. But, you know, they have that on an M&M, so like a peanut M&M, you know, sharing size. This will kill you. Not on this trip, but shortly. It's slow, slowly going to kill you, wither you to death. But, you know, and we know that. And I mean, I think the people who, by the way, eat the M&Ms, they like to know that as well. But they're just so freaking good and addictive. Nothing we can do yeah. about it. <laughs> but I don't think we have any way of regulating us out of this problem. Um, okay. Every year, we as a nation get fatter and heavier and more obese. Nothing has happened in the last 30 years. It's only going to go in the wrong direction. So only thing, in my opinion, and why I do what I do is that we have to build ground up grassroots momentum by building hundreds of new companies, building new type of grocery companies, new type of food producers who are doing the right thing and making it better. You know, electric car was invented years and years before combustion car. Uh, It wasn't about what was first, but nobody built a sophisticated, sexy, good electric car before Tesla. And now it's going to be the default mode of, you know, movement uh, in five years. By the way, Norway, 86% of cars sold last quarter were electric. 86%. Wow. That's a pretty high number. And of course, they subsidize that pretty heavily. But they are also a country that has more oil than any other country per capita in the world. So think about that. Did you ever see uh, on on Netflix, there was a document, not a documentary, it was a miniseries called uh, Occupy? No. Oh my God, you got to see. So 
But since our listeners like some, you know, some of my side stories real quick, there was a, um, there was basically like the greenest of green prime ministers that was elected in Norway. And there was a lot of climate change storms that, that hit Norway. So when he got into office, he basically shut down all the oil drilling in the North Sea. And it's this whole mini series about, you know, he had some like nuclear or some kind of rock that like was going to turn into you know clean energy. And uh, the EU said to him like, hey, man, you better turn back the gas lines on. And he wouldn't put it back on because he basically ran on that you know platform. So the Russians had their naval force in the North Sea and basically took over all the, the oil platforms and started pumping the gas. And, they, and Russia basically occupied Norway. You know, in order to basically, you know, get the gas production on. But it's really interesting that you talk about like this force to go into, um, you know, the right thing to do. Um, and how do you kind of overpower some of these larger companies? You know, look, and some of them are, you know, you'd say are maybe, you know, doing the right thing with some of the acquisitions that they're trying to do. Like, um, you know, uh, what is it? Essential water, you know, that got acquired by um, by Nestle. Um you know, some of these other foods that are better for you, you know, instead of being having to become like a $50 million company for a large consumer products company to buy them, you know, they'll go down to like 10 million. I had a Quest Nutrition um, peanut butter bars that had like two, two peanut butter cups that had like 2% sugar in it versus the Reese's peanut butter cups when I like to have that, you know, flavor. So there's definitely some things moving forward that are, you know, positives, but I still feel like those those items like you're talking about subsidizing, you know, they're just so easy for people to, to default to. And, and that's that's part of the problem. So talk a little bit about, you know, how how the actual process works. I go I go to Elo. What happens? Yeah. So we have this big vision of food as nutrition, food as you know, medicine. We go forward. And um, the beginning is, of course, as any company, any new idea, you need to build a box like to innovate and make it small enough that you can build it and get it to market quickly. So what we do, number one, is we you sign up, you get a blood testing kit at home, you bleed a few drops of blood from your finger, um, you send it back to our lab, we analyze the blood. Today we do 12 biomarkers, future we're going to do many, many more. And uh, then you also download the app, L app from the App Store. We're only on iPhone today because iPhone gives a, a better way to connect to all the wearable data directly. Then you, you sign up there, you go through a questionnaire, uh, you connect your Apple Health to Elo. If you want, you can get the sleep data, the Aura data, you know, Apple Watch data, you know, Whoop data, whatever you want, directly into Elo via the Apple Health. And then we analyze the data with uh, fairly sophisticated AI. Uh, we define the nutrition plan for you. Um, we are getting you connected with the Elo dietitian. So we have a team of dietitians in-house who will connect with every member to really understand like your medication, your goals, your health, and really be there to help you along the journey. And then we ship you uh, supplements today in a, in a daily package. So it comes in a box uh, every month uh, in, a in a packet with your name on. And, and then, of course, what happens at the 90-day mark, we're going to retest you. And, of course, okay. we also get data, like your recovery data, your activity data is flowing every day. So there's a you know, weekly, monthly, quarterly feedback loops that are helping you to stay on track. And then the beauty has been that we've been running this now for almost two years. Uh, we did the test, long test in the beginning with 100 different people. And 90% of people in the test group had improvement in their blood biomarkers 
by month uh, six. That made me That's really awesome. believe in this idea. It's not only the pills that are helping, but also the coaches, the dietitians are giving you guidance, like how to change the breakfast, maybe do intermittent fasting, maybe do things that you know are going to help you. And some people, so we are testing the lipid panel, you know, think about cholesterols, the fats. Sure. We do the A1C, uh, the diabetes marker. We do homocysteine for inflammation, vitamins B, um, B12, D. We do iron. Uh, we also do, do a few other ones. So that right. is kind of the baseline that you would do if you go to a concierge doctor. And we have seen now people improve the A1C. We have people improve their cholesterol values more than they would with the lip, if they go for lipid or, or some of these medications that people don't like. Because food has the power, higher power than the pill has. Because think about it, you eat uh, maybe 2,000 calories a day. It's a lot of quantity. The one pill only has so much payload. So that has been the kind of the feedback we get from people. They are seeing valuable improvements in their blood. And some doctors are calling us and they're like, what did you do? Like this, this person looks healthier today yeah. than they were before. So, so two questions on that. Um, and this would be a regulation, but this hopefully, this is my hope for the future. Um, before someone's allowed to go on Lipitor, you know, basically, I would say we are going to get you a membership to a health club. Pick whatever one you want. We'll pay for it. And we'll pay six months, $99 a month for ELO. And then if that doesn't work, I'll put you on Libertor, right? And just to show people that you have the power to change and not to rely on this pill that has their own recurring revenue business model that they don't talk about, but they do talk about it on CNBC. And they do talk about it on in, you know, investor analyst calls. They don't talk about it commercially, you know, in the in the you know on television and all the print ads and so on and so forth. So, you know, are the do- is the doctor community or how do we get the doctor community to realize that? Look, don't use that as like the easy default. That's like you put somebody on Lipitor is like the equivalent of what we just talked about. Somebody just eating M and M's, right? It's kind of the same thing. But a lot of these medication companies, pharmaceutical companies have travel and entertainment budgets, right? And they coddle these doctors and, you know, you going out to a VC and saying, hey, we're going to set up a, a $30 million fund to have people walk around, you know, get people to use ELO. They might say, hey, that's great. But, you know, that sounds like, you know, wishful thinking, maybe. You know, what? I, I don't know. What's your thoughts on something like that? I mean, I'm not saying here um, that people should stop using medications and then, go and try to do things with nutrition only. Medication and healthcare system, I've been working the last decade for two companies I built uh, in the you know, big healthcare data. And I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. We, the cancers we are able to eradicate pretty far. Not, yeah. not the reason why we have cancer, but once we get cancer, we are getting really good at helping people not to die. We are right. able to extend most people's life until the 80, 90 mark. I, I'm not saying we have a great health span, but we can live longer and the last years might not be awesome. Uh, but what I'm saying is that nutrition can be and should be used always as a preventative measure. And we can all help us not to get sick. And most sure. of us are in a position when we've got chronic conditions with the right diet, you can actually reverse those chronic conditions. But I'm not saying that people should stop taking medication and sign up to ALO. That's not what how it right. works today. And we have to maybe spend another decade 
as an industry, as science, scientific community to come far enough with nutrition to understand what are the pathways we can really impact. We need to be more uh, regulated in a way because now we have no regulation. Think about 150 million Americans today eat supplement pills. 150 million of them have no idea if they eat the right things, if they eat the wrong things, if they do anything for you. We have maybe now 1,000 ELO members who are the only ones in the, in the nation who actually understand what they do to you. Every day, we have people coming to our door and our dietitians and our clinicians are saying, stop immediately what you are doing because these people are having like 30,000 IU of vitamin D a day and they are on a toxic level on a vitamin that could really harm your body. And we have to say, oh. stop that now and let yeah. us help because people just don't know. They read a blog post and then they're like, let me do 10 times more just to be on the safe side. And that, that's right. how silly also, it is. I mean, the other thing that's that's addicting on the vitamin side is the um, is the invention of the vitamin gummy bear. Like, I, I'm not sure. Are you supposed to take two of those a day? That's like leaving a kid with like a you know like a a, a, a bag of candy corn during like Halloween. You know, it's dangerous. So I hear you on that. You know, when you think about, I, I agree 100% that, you know, that nobody knows what their, what their supplements are doing to their body, you know, and they make it taste so good now. It's basically you think you're eating, you know, healthy candy. Um, and we can rant about that for a while. You, look, you've been in several other companies that have, you know, created a great product and then allowed it to ramp. And how do you think about the adoption period and like what's the first mover and then when does it go main you know when does it hit like you know going back to your tesla example when does it hit you know mass market and and a lot of the entrepreneurs that are on here think that like when i put this product out it's gonna be a two-month sales process bang 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 you know i got a hundred million dollar company never works that way but when you think about the aura ring or you think about um blood testing it's not the people that need it that use it first it's the people that know that like, hey, this is preventative and I'm like an information addict about myself and that's who buys it first. And then at some point it goes, you know, mainstream where the Apple Watch is probably, you know, going to be one of the winners or, or the leader in that. So how do you think about adoption of products and, and services like you're like you're doing here with Elo? Yeah, I think you, you make a really good point because, I mean, you, you can't, you can never sell a new innovation, a new thing for the people who will need it the most because they are not the ones who will ever adopt it early. Right. There's right, no, right. That's like a, it's like a physical law. You can't leap into that group. And we have seen it happening many times in the last years in healthcare where super innovative companies are targeting kind of the Medicaid population. Well, the Medicaid population have no smartphone a few years ago. You can't give it to them when you build an app. I mean, that's a city. And, and we, we have uh, three co-founders in the company um, one of the co-founders is Miklu Silvanta, who he spent almost a decade at Apple in Sony Ives team. So he was involved building some of the products we all love the most and we use right now to do this uh, podcast. So he has built products for hundreds of millions of people and we absolutely love the products at Apple. And um, he's helping us now to really think about this in a way like, who do we go after or who are the people who want to come into the front door first and you are so right. I mean, we call the ELO early member profile as a uh, performance-driven optimizer. We are the people who want to live good life. We want to have the health span and rather go to 90 and then die with the boots on the ground, on a run, 
or on a slope yeah, yeah. or hiking or whatever. That's what we want to do on a golf course, whatever. But, you know, that's the, the mindset that we ask every member at ELO to define what is their long-term health goal, why they want to do this. And it's like eye-tearing content when I read those through. And there are hundreds and hundreds of them. People are saying, like, I want to go heli skiing with my, my daughter when she's 25 years old, when I'm 75. I mean, those are kind of the, those, those are things people want. But these are not the people who are in the biggest need. They are not often the, the obese people and, and right. so forth. And I mean, we want to build a service. We can help uh, the broad population. Unfortunately, today, the price point is 99 bucks a month. And I think it's pretty affordable in, in many ways because we do blood testing, we do coaching, we do the supplementation. And we do yeah. many things, you know, that, you know, you, you normally pay maybe three, four, five times more. But it's still more money than an average American can spend and we know this, think about 80% of people are overweight, 50% of people are obese. That has to stop. We have to do something. Because if we do nothing now, 20 years from today, the healthcare cost annually will not be 4 trillion, it will be 8 trillion. And we don't yeah. have money for schools. We have no money to fight wars. We have no yeah. money to have infrastructure. We have to do something. So in the next yeah. 20 years, we will see a massive rebuild of the health and the food system in this country. And it will be a very exciting time because I think we'll look very different than what we have today. Yeah. Also, just, just a side note, uh, something that I may not be the most politically correct thing to say is don't accommodate obesity. Okay. I know that that's like people should be allowed to do whatever they want and, you know, freedom of, you know, food intake and so on and so forth. But one thing that pissed me off that I just want to reference is there was a fast casual restaurant that had booths and there was a news uh, flash on like uh, CNN that said, uh, so-and-so is uh, going to increase the size of the booth space to accommodate larger people. I'm like, come on, dude, like, don't let that happen. You know what the uh, ramifications are of that. So having said that, awesome what you're doing. Look forward to being a part of it. Happy to, to kind of wave the, the ELO flag and, make sure that we set up any kind of partnerships or, you know, educational components of this, um, you know, as you see fit. Um, in closing here, you got any, uh, you know, quotes that you live by or uh, motivational things that you and your team talk about or, you know, any any famous uh, people that you kind of harken back to? Um, too many to state in a sort, but the one thing that I've been, I've been really become a massive believer is that uh, it's not your fault if you get overweight, you get obese. It really is the, the world, the system fault. We can't sure. blame people for getting where they are if we do and have a system like we have today. We start, you know, from five-year-old school kids. We give them, give you know, McDonald's and, and other companies like that rain to give them the food that they do that we know is bad. So the point is, it will take 20 to 30 years for you to get sick, get diabetic get obese, right. but it can be only one year with the right treatment with nutrition to heal you. 20 to 30 years to get sick, one year to heal. We have seen that happening now by many companies like Verda Health and others who do it. And that right. is a positive, positive, I think, and that we, we need to remember, like, yeah, it's grim, but it doesn't need to be. It can be done and, and changed fairly quickly. 
Yeah. So for $99 a month, you can completely change your life and add another 20 plus. So if that's not enough motivation, then please log off to this podcast and pretend it never happened. So <laughs> awesome. Well, look, man, it was great to meet you. I'm glad uh, on the personal front and the family front, everything kind of went the court and plan and the perseverance on that. I'm sure it was not easy. Um, and, you know, we're trying to wave the halo flag, health, active lifestyle outdoors. Because um, this isn't a wellness, you know, versus illness. I don't want you to be just okay. I want you to optimize and be amazing. Um, so, you know, officially welcome to the Halo sector, and I uh, look forward to uh, you know doing this again when you got a hundred thousand users and you're uh, changing the world. Thank you, guys. That's the goal. Awesome.